Well, hello world, and welcome to Confluence, the lifestyle where confidence meets influence. I'm your host, Charlie Marcole, and I'm so glad you joined in today. We will talk about so many exciting things, so stay tuned. I'm so happy you're here. What's up, my good people? Hi there. Hey, you out there. <laughs> That's me trying to practice my YouTube voice, honey. Nah, ain't nobody YouTube. I am just playing. But don't you love how they greet us in regular people land? Honey, I cannot add anything else to my plate between my real life my ideas in my head and these businesses that I am trying to take to the next level. I am full. Yes. Welcome back influencers to episode 32. This podcast is growing bigger by the day and I am happy about it. I started this podcast to connect a community of women dedicated to making an impact by using their gifts, talents, and skills. I wanted to change our narrative through encouragement, positive energy, and authentic advice. That's why I came on being silly. I YouTube everything. How to get a smoky eye, how to fix an air condition, how to put brake pads on my car. Yes, I YouTube everything. I am a graduate of YouTube University. But thank you. Thank you so much for being a supporter, a listener and friend. Thank you for being a friend. Travel down the road back again. Your heart is true. You're a pal and a confidant. Don't we love the damn Golden Girls theme song? I do. I mean, I listen to the Hallmark Channel just to get my life on that song. But seriously, I appreciate your loyalty. Loyalty is everything. And I'm thinking about it. Speaking of a theme song, hmm, maybe Confluence needs one. How about that? Let's continue to wait for it. Because it ain't going to be me, honey. I can carry a tune to the post office, but... That is not my ministry, singing jingles. Well, I hope you had the opportunity to listen to last week's podcast with my sis, Miranda Avantasis. Thank you for being a millennial that is wise beyond her years. Thanks for the girl talking the heart to heart. You had a lot of insightful information to share and I appreciate you. You have me out here trying to put on some eyelashes Looking like Bambi the deer, but hey, you know what would be a good invention? I thought about this when I was practicing the other day. Self-adhesive eyelashes that already have the strong glue on there. Mm, Another idea that just popped up in my head. But I'm getting ready for the gala and hope to see you guys on Saturday. Spring is underway and Easter just passed. Shout out to all the women 
with their children and families that rocked their cute Easter frocks and color coordinated. We did too. We did blue jean and navy this year um, for Easter. Um, and I loved it. I love the more relaxed look that we did as a family. And, you know, when I was little, honey, I had the hat, I had the gloves, but honey, I was there. Easton is not about bunnies and baskets. It is not. It ain't even about girdles and stockings. It is about the resurrection of Christ. So Sunday was a good day. And that means that the F season is around the corner. And you're probably like, Charlie, what the hell is F season? Fun frills and friends. Shout out to the summer. I hope you are hanging and swinging out here dreaming wild and free. And for the girl that's still caught up. Caught up with her panties in a bunch. Sometimes you just got to be free with it and put a splash of foolishness. You only live once. In the world of Confluence Connection, let's pause and talk about Marjorie and Lori Harvey, the mother and daughter duo that took an epic trip around the world. And I'm like, please take me. Did you see it? The adventure took the mother and daughter duo across three continents while making friends in the Serengeti, Budapest, and Russia. Which reminds me that summer is coming up and it is about to be stamp season for me. Oh, and did I mention that Bellissima is coming up, the trip to Rome that I have been planning with Almeida Travel for over a year. I am getting super geeked about that one, and I'm hosting a meet and greet wine and cheese reception to welcome the ladies. I am so looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to meeting them, but I'm especially ready to take this excursion with these ladies. So let's go and roam free. Also, in Confluential News, keeping it confident and influential, LL Cool J and his wife of 24 years, Simone Smith, now you know, you know I love a husband and wife team, but they have joined forces for a new campaign with the American Cancer Society. This message is near and dear to them because Miss Simone has beat cancer like a boss. I love that they have joined friends and celebrities like Mary J. Blige, Remy Ma, Jordan Sparks, Salt and Pepper to appear and send messages of strength and empowerment to cancer patients and families that are fighting the disease. And to bring the story home at the end, Simone shares her own testimony because there is power in storytelling. Everybody want to know how you got over because we go through things to help others along the way. But the other thing that made that so powerful, that message transcend to so many levels, is her friends standing in solidarity to help her fight that battle. So kudos to that. I read an article the other day that said your friends, social media posts make you spend more money than you have. And I can see that. But I'm so glad that that's not my situation. I don't have 
have to keep up with the Joneses because I am a Jones child. But comparison is definitely the thief of joy. And friendship is one of those things that should inspire you to be greater, to make better decisions, and not to spend money that you don't have. Friendship is one of life's greatest treasures. Because friends are supposed to be loyal and always there for you when you're down and to help you avoid mistakes. But most of all, look out for your best interest at heart. My guest today created Brunch and Slay as a lifestyle company to help women and brands forge lifelong relationships and partnerships. She's created courses, content, and experiences to help women build and win. Founded in 2016, Brunch and Slay has created a reputation for providing the perfect backdrop for brands and women to meet and thrive. First, we brunch, then we slay. Ladies of Confluence, let's welcome and whoop it up for the one, the only, my dear friend, Miss Amira Sane of Brunch and Slay. Whoop, 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 whoop. Hey, friend. We're going to keep this real. We're just going to have girl talk, woman yes. to woman. Yes. You know, just, you know, connect. Because we go way back. Yes. I mean, where to start? Where where to start, Amira? Like, we've been friends for, I know, over 20... Probably over 25, closer to 30. (laughs) Like, a a long time. Yeah. Yeah. We're twins. Growing up. On the south side of Dallas, everybody was like, you got a twin, you got a twin, you got a twin in DeSoto, like, Isocratic looks just like you, like, oh, I mean, yeah. my, we met because the world is so small, Yeah, your good friend, my cheerleading teammate, yeah. was your childhood friend, and, and, and the rest is history, we've been friends ever since, yeah. Such is life, right? It's crazy. I can't tell you how many times people would say, do you know Charlamagne? Oops. Uh, girl, that's okay. Hey, <laughs> listen. I tell people, if you know my real name, like we grew up together, <laughs> or you a Sally Mae, or you a Fannie Mae, Wells Fargo, some uh, accurate, somebody that got my real social, <laughs> if you call me, you know, my birth certificate name. It is all good. It's right. all good. But I don't yeah. even call you that anymore. Like, it's been a long time since I called you that. Like, seriously. Like, I don't know her anymore. I don't hey. know Charlie. <laughs> yeah, Charlie, that, that's, that's it. That's who, that's who I'm rolling with. Yes. So tell people who you are and what you do. Who am I? Oh, girl, don't get me to acting crazy on this podcast. No, I'm Amira Sane, and I am a Jane of all trades, master of none. (laughs) (laughs) No, I have a company called Brunch and Slay, uh, and it's a lifestyle media company. 
and we create content, courses, podcasts, experiences for women with a live your best life focus. And that's that's the quickest, easiest way to say what it is. Yeah. Baby, I love some brunch and slay. <laughs> I love some brunch and slay. I was part of the inaugural yes. brunch and slay experience. I always say that it's not an event, it's an experience. And you really do believe in curating great events and cultivating beautiful relationships. Because, you know, people still like inquire, like, what is the next brunch and slay? I'm like, I don't know, reach out to her. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> just, you know, like, won't you reach out to her? Because it just leaves you wanting more. It leaves you saying, okay, this is the level that I want to connect with women that are like-minded, who want to get somewhere in life, who want to see themselves blossom in areas that you didn't think that were even possible. So that's why I love Barch and Slack. Oh, thank you, friend. That's my goal. You know, I literally created it because I couldn't find what I was looking for. And you and I have talked about that. When you move to different mm-hmm. cities as an adult, and you don't go to college there or you are don't you can't necessarily as you grow in in your career you can't always hang out with your coworkers maybe you're the manager maybe you're the boss and it's really hard to find people in a genuine way because you can come off a little creepy and I know I have a time or two because you're 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 yearning for companionship you know you're yearning to be around as you grow you evolve and that means that your needs for friendship changes and you yes. should have a resource where you can go and tap into a place where you could potentially meet that next cocktail, you know, buddy or that next happy hour date, you know. And that's why I created Brunch and Slate because I couldn't find that. And I traveled and re- relocated a couple of times for work. And it was always challenging for me to find, you know, that group of folks. And Brunch and Slate was created. And I have found a new tribe. Well, not a new tribe, but my tribe has grown and my circle has grown. I no longer say no new friends because I don't want to block my blessings. Uh, do not because, yeah right? I, that i don't yeah do not baby yeah. i got some 2019s and i have some 1982s in my <laughs> circle like you know what i mean like yeah. i'm not cutting anybody out because i believe that we all can learn something from everyone everybody brings something somebody brings a different knowledge base mm-hmm. somebody brings you know a, a spiritual base like you are actually one of the most influential spiritual god said it i believe it persons i know like (laughs) you are my like you are one of the people that i actually turn to like i for real like i don't have to lie to mirror you know i mean look we'll start right you done started putting all my business out there (laughs) (laughs) you know we don't even i don't have to I can tell you the truth. Like, I, you know, when we talked last week and I like, yeah. should I, can I lie to, uh, tell the truth to my friend or should I just gloss this over? And I can just be 100% honest and you pour so much into me. I think the world sees like a good partnership, but I see my rock. That is my dog right there. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, <laughs> that, that's my dog. That's my dog right now. No, you know? thank you. Thank you. But you know what? For me, 
thank you seriously for saying that because I try to be that light. That's my goal in life to be a light. And I don't shout it from the rooftops per se. You know what I mean? Like I'm not a Bible thumper and no dis well, whatever. That's just not who I am. I'm not gonna say no disrespect. I'm not gonna backpedal what I said, but I I know from whom all my blessings flow, period. There is no denying it. There is no half stepping it. And I will always claim that and I will always remind others when we get in those places, because that's what real friends do. They mm-hmm. remind you of the of the shiny moments when you're in a dark place, in my opinion. And that's that's when you it's a blessing to even know who you can call when you need that. Right. Right. You know, just knowing who you can call when you need to be poured into, because that ain't everybody on your call log. It's not. Because, see, we got I, for me, I was snotty when I hung up the phone with you. And it was like it was very cathartic for me. It was a release. It was you know something that I've been holding on wrestling with and when I hung up with you and the advice that you poured into me see I think that's what friendships miss so when you say no new friends you like you say you miss a a process of being a part of something that's greater that can help you evolve into something deeper oh yeah and then you did something too you were vulnerable a lot of times when we are in tough moments we keep it in we isolate ourselves or we like you said we gloss over certain things because we don't want to rip the band-aid off now I'm a firm believer that you don't tell everybody and you don't keep repeating that pain mm-hmm. you tell one or two people who you know got your back and you leave it alone and you surrender it to God and you move on I don't believe you should shout it from the rooftops when you're hurting because that's just that's not how you heal, in my opinion. Not not in the beginning. Now, there might come a point once you heal that you can share that pain. You know, it's a totally different. But when you're in that moment, I do think it takes a lot of courage and a lot of a lot for a person to be vulnerable. So I commend you for even being vulnerable and for trusting me, you know, to be that person who could pour into you when you couldn't pour into yourself. Like, that's what this is about. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. definitely I, and that's when I think of brunch and slay that's what I see with brunch and slay like you say a tribe but people that pour into each other from your clothes to your smile I've been at an event and I promise I've been complimented from head to toe <laughs> from internal to external because you have some you know I call them you know vibe people people that feel people's vibe they see your heart they see your you know courage they see your confidence and so I've been complimented from like I said internal to external every single time and you believe in you know self-care um you know uh, health is wealth the yoga event at city center um you've had a yoga event in dallas like you totally believe in the totality of one of oh, oneself yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely yeah i mean there's no skirting around it you can't be your best self when you're falling apart you can make excuses mm. all day long but you know it i mean nobody has to tell you that you need to go to the gym you know that Whatever way that is, whether that's walking, whether that's eating better, we already know those things. So in order to live our best life, we have to be internal and external, right? It's just as simple as that. There's no way around it. Man, no way around it. So because a lot of people see brunch and slay and like, oh, my God, this, you know, great conglomerate that inspires, uplifts and curate these great events. 
But tell me something that you failed at. Because a woman <laughs> of confluence, she's like, okay. You know, a lot of people think this is an overnight thing. Because we often don't put the midnight oil pictures up or the, you know, schlepping across campus in our car and, you know, uh, sending letters left and right to different mm -hmm. corporations and sponsors. A lot of people just see the glorious side, the glamorous side. Oh, yeah. I mean, I fail at stuff all the time. And I, I hate to even use the word fail because I don't, I guess I don't get the outcome I want. Because I really, truly, and I know that I'm a unicorn lollipop kind of person. I try to find the, the, the good in everything. But when I, something doesn't go according to my plan or how I picture it, where some people might call failing, I typically look at it and say, what could I have learned? What could I have done differently? And those moments really are what make what you see on Brunch and Slay. I can give you a perfect example. The first course that I created for Brunch and Slay um, I had all these delusions of grandeur that it was going to help so many people and they were going to download it like crazy. And it was going to just, cause people were reaching out to me, asking me the same questions. They wanted me to stay on the phone an hour and a half every day trying to help them get sponsorships. So I just created a course answering all the questions that they asked me. And I made it very affordable, but it didn't take off the way I wanted it. it I mean, it paid for itself, but it didn't, it could have been a lot better. It really could have. And I couldn't figure out what I could have done differently at the, at the time. But since then, I've, of course, looked at it. I figured out what could have been done differently, how I could have, you know, got it in front of the people who actually needed it. Um, and then I, I also asked myself, was that something that should have been on Brunch and Slay? You know, was that something I should have just said for those people who they reach out to me? Hey, here's a course if you want to know. You know, I don't that that answer is still, you know, out there. But that's something I didn't do that great at. And I tried. <laughs> hey, you know. nothing beats a failure. But I try. <laughs> you sound like my mama. Yeah, yes. that, 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 but that, that's the only thing that beats a failure. Yeah. You know what I mean, uh, it, what ifs, what ifs, what ifs, what ifs. But, you know, when you tried it and you say, okay. And see, I like that you are reflective. A lot of people don't reflect after their events. You know, you send out you know, text and say, friend, you know, what do you think? You are very reflective of those moments. So you can get better. Some people don't reflect and they'll just continue like, okay, it'll it'll just go, it'll go. But ladies of confluence, you have to get out there at least and try it. If you don't, then what? Yeah. It'll fall by the wayside. Yeah. So what are you curious about right now, friend? I mean, I know you you relocated to a new city. Mm -hmm. And well, yeah, I guess it would be new because when you left it, it looked very different. Right? Oh, yeah. And I was very different. I was in my 20s. <laughs> you know, I was newly married in my 20s, about to go conquer the world. I guess I, you know, had everything on my to-do list. I did it and I came back. And now the to-do list is like 17 pages long instead of just the tw two it was when I left. So, I mean, what am I curious about? Yes. What do you care? You know, when I, I am really curious about technology right now. I am in love with technology and how to incorporate it into my brand and how to, I truly believe that technology is something we should not sleep on that's why I love all the STEM programs for young girls and black girls code and uh, Microsoft has a camp too that I, I think is really cool for summer for the kids 
but technology right now is like my forefront that is and you'll see that soon you know me brunch say i'm in the lab uh but technology for me how do i incorporate that into my business so that we can evolve and don't get left behind that's a huge thing i'm curious about right now well because you know what we really every area from politics to technology to education we are really being trendsetters we're really stepping out and finding our voice you know what I mean? Like she was, I'm not going to say finding. Let me take that back. We are using our voice. It's always been there. Right. But now we're stepping out saying, hey, mm, yeah, I know how to do that too. And what you can do, I can do even better. Because, you know, you give a woman anything, we can make it happen. Give, baby, what I read a meme one time that says, give a woman a house, she'll make her home. Give, give mm -hmm. us anything and we will definitely make it happen oh yeah absolutely so how do you balance this all because you know like some women are like i you know i want it all i want my husband i want the children i want a you know a, a brand that's you know viable and you know well respected is there a such thing as work-life balance when you're trying to build a brand yes I think you have to just know what you're willing to do you make time and I don't care who you are you make time for what you want to make time for period I don't care what anybody says that's just what you do so for me I am extremely blessed to have a very supportive husband so shout out to the husbands so I don't have to feel guilt about putting myself first, which for me, putting my business first is a part of putting myself first because it's an extension of me. It really, Brunch of Slate truly is an extension of me. Uh, but because of his support, I'm able to get a lot done and not have to deal with things like, I don't have to worry about if dinner's going to be cooked for my kid or if she's going to be picked up from school or if I have to travel for work. It's never a big deal. You know, I'm able to do that. And I'm also able to, like right now, I told you, you know, personally, on a side note, I've been staying up crazy hours getting everything done. Like, I've been staying up to one o'clock in the morning at least four to five nights a week, at least. Wow. And then I still get up at about, I usually get up about 630. That's what time my alarm goes off. I get up at 630. I meditate. And then I start my day getting my daughter ready, getting everything ready so I can head into work and, you know, get things done. But in order to do life and work because you know I don't know I work a full-time job too so I'm working this full-time role that is very demanding and you know when I, I I cannot get up early and do work for me mentally some people can get up before work and they can bang out stuff at five o'clock in the morning I used to be able that's to do me. that that's you know? me yeah I used to be able to do that <laughs> when I could go take a nap in the middle of the day you know <laughs> being honest but when I have to be on no I have to stay up get my mind right and I can stay up because I'm a night owl so I literally come home from work, do dinner, bath time, all that good stuff, get my daughter in the bed, and then I'm back at it. And that's typically from 8.30 to about 1 o'clock in the morning or at 12, cut off. I try to cut off at 12, but I've been known to go up to, to 1, especially the last two weeks because I had some things that had to be done. Um, but yeah, for me, the balance comes with no one prioritizing. It's not really balance. It's called prioritizing for me. I know what has to be done by a certain date. I'm not a mm. procrastinator. 
But if I know, I literally on our dry roast board in our house, I have what has to be done this week, period, no matter what. That's what gets done every week right now. What has to be done to move to whatever level or whatever I'm working on. That's what I do. And that's where I find the balance. And and truly having a, a good helpmate, it helps me balance because I don't have to feel guilty about you know, life or about working. I don't feel guilty about my husband picking up my daughter if I'm gone for five days on a business trip. I don't feel guilt. Guys don't feel guilt. Why should we? <laughs> right? I mean, they yeah. will. There, nobody, nobody says, I can't believe he travels like that. But I get that all the time. I can't believe you're traveling like that with a little one. <laughs> um, right? Yeah. What is clapping the face? And I'm, I'm that lady who will be like, I don't know why you can't. That's what my answer typically is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you you know they it is a double standard mm-hmm. in this world. You know what I mean? Like and everything that we do. Oh yeah, but I'm not here for double standards. I I'm not here been. for it. Again, because I, I quadruple quadruple the standard. Like, don't look at me, baby, because I'm a I'm a break define every odd that you think that is impossible i'm gonna show you how possible it is yeah keep looking at me you're gonna be like oh because you know i get that too you know where 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 where's your son's father where's your son with his daddy that's not babysitting that's that's right, his he's not babysitting that is his he, father yes that is his father like oh okay oh yeah nothing infuriates mm-hmm. me more than the double standard i remember being a, a teenager and asking my parents to do things and they would say no you can't do that but they would let my brother oh well he's a boy nothing would infuriate me more than those comments and I think that ignited I'm glad they did it because that ignited something inside of me truly to to just fuel me to probably get to where I am now but no I'm not here for that and I will not teach my daughter any of that foolery Please don't. Please don't. Because, you know, she got a mama and an auntie that's like, Mm-mm, girl, do it. Girl, do it. Mm-mm. Yeah. Well, okay. Here's the number one question that I really want to know. Because you have the podcast, you have the classes, you have events, and you have started doing live podcasts, which I know production is behind that setup is behind that designing a set that whole ordeal please tell me and the ladies of confluence is there a difference between inspiration and distraction because sometimes some people think they've been blessed but it it really is a distraction and disguise. Would you agree? And could you elaborate on that? I do agree that sometimes we misinterpret things because that's what we want to see. Yes, I do. Mm, I like that. Answer. I do believe that. And I think that the the best, the only way I can tell you that has kept me on task is to get quiet. When I get a new idea, I no longer act on it immediately. Mm. See, I used to do that. You know me. I used to be like, oh, girl, I'm going to try this. I'm going to try that. <laughs> just not even, we're talking about even before this. Like, just that's just who I was. If I if an idea hit me in the middle of the night, I was going to try it the next day. Well, 
that doesn't always make good because the enemy will give you distractions to get to veer you off course is what I have learned. Mm. And sometimes distractions, like you said, they are not, it's just inspiration. And so what I do is I get quiet and I marinate on the idea and I meditate on it and I pray on it. And I feel like if it's still in me, at least three weeks later, the same fire, then it's time to move forward. Or sometimes it doesn't even take that long. God will send me confirmations all around me. Mm. So it'll be like all of a sudden I'll meet somebody from this particular company that I was wondering should I ask reach out to for a partnership or I will uh, walk down the street and see a billboard with the exact word I asked God to show me that day you know like that kind of clarity it's unwaverable it's unshakable there's no denying it because he knows me because I tell him okay I need you to be crystal clear because you know me I will interpret the mess out of something and make it what I want it to be if I need it you know but I, that's how I talk <laughs> about like, I, people laugh because I'm very real with him no, you talk to God like when I say like yo homeboy when you like you did you talk to God about it? Did you say I tell God, God, you know, this is what I no, you talk to God like you talking to your husband, honey. Like you do. You are definitely one that lay it all out. Like when I listen to you or when we talk, I'm like, I need to be a little bit more specific because you're very spot on. I think you know. I, I generalize it, you know, God, if you mm-mm. think fit, please allow, you are like, mm-mm, God, I want to work with this company, you know, I'm I'm sitting still, I'm waiting on yeah. you, and that is one thing I'm learning from you, friend, because I, you know, like, I will get, baby, baptized by the fire, jump in, like, okay, can't swim, but I'm jumping yeah. in. And like get, get out the pool, like girl, child. But you know, if people don't take anything else from this conversation, I would just say this: I don't know why y'all putting on all these. Uh, what do you call them? Putting on airs for God. He knows you, girl. He knows you when you sleep. He knows. He knows everything that you do. You don't have to lie to him about what kind of man you want. You don't have to lie to him about what kind of job you want. You don't have to sugarcoat it and say it politically correct because he knows that there's wine in the freezer, right? In the fridge, he know that. <laughs> We know you're looking for your spot. We know you like to drop it low. He made you. So why lie? Like, just say, hey, look, this ain't working, God. I got needs. <laughs> or this is what I want. And I, I'm, you know, until it happens, you know, like I told you, Charlie knows this. One of the reasons why, uh, it's a number of reasons why I haven't had another huge brunch. Um, and it's not, it's just a number of them. And my spirit, I feel like God told me to wait. Um, mm. and because they are a huge undertaking and I know what w- needs to be done and I know how it needs to be done and I refuse to half step just because somebody asked for it uh, or just because I feel like I hadn't done that type of event in a while you know everything that you do does not I mean people used to wear curls they don't wear them anymore you know what I mean like you, that was a good <laughs> idea right <laughs> People work. Yes, that Jerry Curl Jones. <laughs> but they're not doing that now. So everything has an evolution. That does not mean I won't ever do another brunch. That's not what I'm saying. I just know where I am and where God has me right now to do it the way that He has already put out there, like what Charlie talked about, to operate in excellence. This is not the season for that right now. Not this month. Could be two weeks from now. You know, but it's not right now because he hasn't told me because it, it's always crystal clear. The steps are always ordered. Whenever it's too difficult, that is not from God. Who say that 
again for the people in the back. Say it again for your friend, girl. Say it again for your friend. When it's too difficult. It's not, it's not from God. Because when you ask him for something, it's just think of God as your parent. Why would your mama tell you, yes, you can have spaghetti. Oh, but you got to make those noodles. Oh, and you got to go press that tomato sauce. And you got to go out there and kill whatever animal kind of protein you want to put in there. That's just not how it works. Your mom would say, oh, yeah, you can make spaghetti here. Get my debit card out of my purse, run into the store. A matter of fact, just go pick it up. I already called it in. They'll bring it to the car. That's because you waited, right? She said, when mm-hmm. I get home from work, I, you know, you just go do it. Okay, that's what happened. It was easy. It was effortless. She gave you a plan. And you wait on the plan. But what we want to do is say, well, mama said when she got home, but she working late tonight and I'm hungry. So I think I'm just going to make my own spaghetti. And then Uh it turns out a hot mess because you didn't wait. I mean, I I think about that meme and I know everybody's seen that meme where there's a person holding on to this little raggedy teddy bear and God has a huge teddy bear behind his back. And mm. they give me that teddy bear, and they're like, No, but I love it. But he got something way better for you, but you just won't let it go. Mm. I don't want to be that person who won't let it go. That's why I haven't had a brunch. Mm. Girl, you better speak to your friend's spirit today, okay? Because <laughs> you know, I will hold on to something because of nostalgia, right? So we are spring cleaning here over here. And my son is helping me, right? And this was funny. And my son, I have this vacuum cleaner and we've been in this house, I know, 10 years. Well, he was like, I had him sweeping, dust, you know, and dusting and doing the baseboards. And he says, "Mm, this vacuum cleaner is not good anymore. So my response to Gavin was, oh, it's the better out of, I think, you know, the one that we have. He said, but it doesn't suck up as strong anymore, right? Mm-hmm. And I said, no, I'm not ready to give it up. My son said, that's a sorry excuse to keep a vacuum cleaner. Ooh, one out of the mouths of babes. <laughs> out of the <laughs> mouths of babes. He like, I guess I'm over here struggling, baby, to get this off these baseboards and you telling me to keep it because we didn't had it 10 years or, right. you know, like, what a sorry excuse. <laughs> Girl, he looked at me like in my eye, like, wait, go Gavin. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Because you know, I, I will hold on to things for the nostalgia. I hold on because of the what was, and and I didn't realize how bad I'd had it mm. until 2019, mm. until this year. You know what I mean? And even with building a brand, mm-hmm. sometimes you know you gotta know when it's okay to let go. Oh, yeah. You have to. Pur- I mean, I'm a huge purger. You know that I I, I clean. I don't pack things away. I, no, I am. I'm a huge purger in all aspects of my life. But I also think pivoting is a huge part of growing your business. I mean, every major brand it pivots. I was literally in New York a couple of weeks ago and they had a whole mural on one of the walls at what was it? Was it LaGuardia? yeah it must have been LaGuardia and they had all the old logos of American Airlines this is a great example if you just google while you listen to this if you're not driving all the logos of American Airlines every certain amount of years they have evolved and they've changed that logo 
and it, and they have changed their brand messaging and they have appealed to different markets or different or broadening horizons. They can't be the same American Airlines where where flight attendants were called stewardess and they had to wear pantyhose and heels and people, you know, dressed up because people don't dress up to fly like that airline doesn't exist anymore. But no. American Airlines is still thriving and they're one of the largest ones in the world. But they too evolve and they know when to pivot. So why wouldn't somebody like you or me who have brands that, you know, definitely our audience can audiences can grow. Why would we be so afraid to pivot? Mm. Pivot. Make that turn. Right. Nobody said you got to fall off and give it up. We just said pivot. Mm, pivot. Pivot. Oof, Rain, we just like, I mean, that's what I love talking about you. I mean, like talking to you because we're recording, but it's just like we have another like regular conversation, right. our weekly dose of girl talk. It's so funny because I'll talk to Charlie and we'll be on the phone and she'll get real quiet. And I always think, I always think she fell off and I'll say, friend, you been you here? Really? I'm here. I'm just taking it in. <laughs> I'm taking it in, girl. Like, I am taking it in. Like, you just don't know the value that you've added into my life. You you have absolutely no idea. Like, there is no way that I could ever repay you because, A, you took a chance on me. You, you just saw that I started, you know, um, my speaking business with the books and you took a chance on me and that's all I really want I just want a chance just if you if I could get in the door I got you just give me a chance and you took a chance on me and for that I am forever grateful so thank you friend you're welcome but you took a chance on yourself I don't this is this is something and and, and this is probably so far left but I am Charlie you got to give yourself more credit I mean, you know how many people say they want to write a book and don't? Mm. You already had done the work. All I did was you did the work and I saw it. And I said, girl, what you charging to speak nowadays? <laughs> right? Remember that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that was it. It, it, it. Nobody would have asked you to speak if you were talking about I'm about to write a book. You had already written the book. Yeah, he's already done the work. So no one, I mean, don't, and, and I want you to stop saying things like, I just need you to give me a chance. No, I need you to, to know that I'm going to do a great job. You don't need to just give me a chance. You need to pay me. <laughs> Come on, Lord. Now say that to the person that's doing the recording. Hello today, Jesus. Yes. I mean, you sound like the lady in the Bible. I mean, not, I'm not saying you don't need mustard seed faith. You know, if I could just touch the hem of his garment. That was totally different. But we passed that, girl. He has proven to you that there are ways, multiple ways to monetize and ways to grow. So we don't want to just, no. We don't just pray to God who can give you anything just. No, I want it all. <laughs> all right. Hello. 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 <laughs> you a mess. Girl, so with that being said, tell me, how would you define a woman of confluence? Oh, I love, I love, first of all, and I haven't even said it yet, but thank you for having me on the show. I love your show. I love, you know, I love you. And I, I love the way you pour into people because you do it selflessly, you know? Uh, And I think you are definitely an example of confluence. It's a confident woman who is influential in whatever 
her area is and that area could be family maybe you're that auntie that everybody leans on you know um or maybe you're that educator that writes black history plays and you get the kids working and you buy coats for kids and you have a community of people who know that you're a leader and they look up to you because you shine and I think you exemplify confluence in everything that you do so I think you're the perfect example of what confluence is Well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You know, I definitely believe that a woman of course walks in any room and own it. If it's the, you know, DMV office all the way down to the, you know, Sunday school room or the board meeting, it doesn't matter when she walks in that she's there because the energy shifts and she has something to say and people will stop and listen because they know that whatever she has to say is something that can actually multiply their value and their life as well. So that's this podcast to create a, you know, tribe of women that can be that support system to help lift as we climb. We're lifting as we climb. So thank you, friend. Oh, no, thank you for having me. Thank you. Thank you for doing this and creating this. I mean, man, it's awesome. It can find you so they can go like, follow, and share your journey. I am on every social media platform at brunch and A-N-D slay, as in I slay. Uh, and you can find up the podcast on every platform that you listen to podcasts on uh, at brunch and slay. I keep it real simple. It will keep it simple, sleek. I don't, you know, but when I was in journalism school, they used to say, "Kiss, keep it kiss, keep it simple and stupid." No, I keep it simple and sleek. Brunch and slay all day. Yes, oh, thank you, boo. Well, I appreciate you, Brian, so much. I appreciate you, and you know, keep shining, keep sharing. Friends, uh, 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 how many of us have them? Friends, yes. And you know what? I got nothing but love for you, boo. There you have it. Thank you, Amira, for your love and light. Ladies of Confluence, please go like, follow, and share her information. In the words of Amira, don't look at your failures as a downfall. Look at them as an opportunity to self-reflect. Ask yourself, what could I have done differently? It's in those moments that we create the winning opportunity. And the part that I loved, if you have a new idea, get quiet. Yes. Get quiet and meditate. The enemy will give you distractions to veer you off course. Pray on it. And if that fire is still burning within weeks later, move forward and act. While you're waiting, God will start sending you confirmation. But first, you must get quiet. Shh. Baby. And the part that spoke to my whole complete soul is it is okay to throw it out 
if it's not working. Like that vacuum that I'm holding on to. I'm holding on to it because of sentimental value. But if it doesn't work and it no longer does its job, throw it out. I got to love my friend. Thank you so much for coming on. She is the queen of experiences you love, connections you crave, and content that will definitely inspire you. And I am always inspired when we hang up the phone and when we leave each other's presence. Do me a favor, ladies of Confluence. Do a pulse check on your friendships. Be sure that you add value to your day ones, your just mets, and your true blues. We all need that pulse check. Well, that's it for me this week. I'm off to speak at the Girls Empowerment Network on Saturday and attend the gala and celebrate some special people's birthday. So until next time, be blessed and a blessing to others. Smooches, confluencers. <laughs> <laughs>